Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. Before we get into our story, let's listen with Molly as Fibber mumbles like this. Keep off the grass, watch out for children, no left turn, proceed with caution. Playing policeman, McGee? No, I'm counting up the signs I saw on my way downtown today. Between here and the Third National Bank, there must be 30 different signs telling you what to do and when to do it. Well, my favorite one is on the bus. In case of an emergency, break the glass and pull the handle. Wouldn't life be great stuff, Molly, if every time we had a problem hanging around, a little sign popped up telling us how to handle it? Well, I can think of some problems that a little planning ahead would take care of almost that easily. Like the one a mother faces if dad dies unexpectedly while the youngsters are still growing up. That's when a Prudential Family Income Plan steps right in and gives her the help she needs when she needs it most. It's a good plan, all right. And it doesn't cost too much either because it provides that extra protection only during the years the children are growing up. This Family Income Plan of Prudential's provides the money you'd need for food, clothing, shelter, and school. The man that has the complete story on this Family Income Plan is your Prudential agent. Why don't you ask him to drop around and tell it to you? We don't know for sure, but we think it may be spring in Wistful Vista. Mr. McGee thinks so, at least, because he's just saying... No, kiddo, I don't think I'm rushing the season, bringing out the porch furniture. You don't, huh? Usually takes me till October or November to get it out here, but just thought I'd take a lead on it this year. Oh, well, you can always drag it back to the garage if it rains or snows or sleets. I may be just a wild, impetuous boy, but I'll bet you an ice cream cone it don't snow or sleet for a while. Not till at least the 4th of July. <laughs> I guess you're right. <sighs> you can sort of smell spring coming on. Ah, yes. Reminds me of that lovely old poem from our childhood. What's that? Spring, spring, springs everywhere. Springs in the mattress, springs in the chair. How's the rest of it go? That's all there was, fortunately. The poet who wrote it got thrown in jail, I understand. Couldn't get anybody to spring him. (laughs) Hey, hey, what? Look, look, look across the street on that limb. See? That big bird. My goodness, that is a big one. What kind of a bird is it? Looks like an owl from here. But what would an owl be doing batting around in the daytime? He's supposed to be asleep. Well, maybe he doesn't know that. Maybe he's got insomnia. Shh. You hear that? What? That. Sounds sort of like a raven, doesn't it? I bet if you were an owl with insomnia, you'd be a raven, too. (laughs) Don't you get it, Molly? He can't sleep. He gets upset. He's a raven. It's a pun. Ain't funny, McGee. Well, the owl liked it. Look, he's laughing. (laughs) Oh, no, I guess he's just stretching his wings. He looks bored to me. You hear that? He's an owl, all right. But what the heck's he doing out in the daytime? Oh, I don't know. I suppose there are silly owls just like they're silly people. And come to think of it, I'm not sure which is the silliest, the owl on the limb or the McGee's on the front porch gawking at him. Good thing I brought the porch furniture out. I'm going to sit right down and... Hey, look. Watch him. He's taking off. He's swooping down. Look, he's diving in Toops' cat. (laughs) Well, how do you like that? 
Every bird in the neighborhood and half the dogs are scared of that tomcat of Toopsis. <laughs> Not that owl, though. Oh, sir. He slapped the daylights out of that cat. Look, he dropped the rubber mouse he always carries around. And the owl got it. <laughs> Boy, I don't know what kind of owl that is, but he sure... Oh, Mr. McGee, you're Mrs. McGee. Oh, hello, Mr. Wimple. Oh, I've just seen the most exciting ornithological rarity in years. Yeah, no kidding. We've been watching a bird ourselves. See him over there in Toops' tree? He's an owl. That's him, or it. A very rare snowy owl. Imagine him being here, in, in this region, this time of year. Oh, unusual, is it? Virtually impossible, Mrs. McGee. Uh, that is Nictia scandiaca from the Arctic. You hear that, Molly? The snowy owl, Nicotine scandiacus, from the North Pole. That explains him flying around in the daytime. Up at the North Pole, he'd have to wait six months for darkness. Isn't this exciting? The snowy owl is just never seen in this region. Look, look what he's doing now. <laughs> he chewed up that rubber mouse he swiped from the cat and spit it out. Boy, does he look disgusted. Uh, that's what they live on at the North Pole, you know. Rubber mice? Where do they find rubber mice? No, no, I mean uh, real mice and lemmings and fish. Hey, Doc. Look, there's Doc Gamble across the street. He ought to see this. Hey, Doc. Hey, come here. Hurry up. McGee, don't yell so loud. You'll scare the bird away. Well. Oh, they're quite tame, Mrs. McGee. They come from such a desolate region in the Arctic. But there aren't any people there to shoot at him, so they're just as... Hi, Molly. Wally. Hi. What's all the yelling for, Popeyes? Circus come to town, you spot a relative in the monkey cage? No, sir, I just made a big orthological discovery, Fatso. Look it over in Toops' maple tree there. Uh-oh, he's taken well, off. Well, I'll be darned. What's an owl doing flying around in the daytime? This ain't an ordinary barn-type owl, Doc. This is called a nicotine scandiacus. Nictia scandiaca, Mr. McGee. Yeah, that's what I said. He's a snowy owl, Doc. Usually perches on nothing but the North Pole. Very rare, and where'd he go? Look, look, look! Where? 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 Coming down the street, old man McDonald. The owl's swooping down on him. Hey, that ain't old man McDonald. That guy's got hair. It's old man McDonald and his new toupee. No. Yeah, I made him. He goes around without a hat. Too many head colds. Ooh. Well, the bird's got it. He's got the toupee. Yeah, that's old man McDonald, all right. I can see that now. Oh, oh boy, snatched him bald. Oh, my. <laughs> Cover up, McDonald. Cover up. You'll catch cold. <laughs> if I didn't see this with my own eyes, I'd never believe it. Boy, that owl's the biggest kick I've had in ten <laughs> There's more fun with the McGee shortly. How much difference can a shampoo make in the appearance of your hair? You'll find out after your first sudsing with Dial Shampoo. Because this new shampoo gives your hair that diamond sparkle look. A bright and shiny look you'll love. And with Dial Shampoo, you get loads of creamy, rich, lanolated lather, too. It leaves every strand of your hair ever so soft ever so easy to manage, even right after shampooing. Once you try new Dial Shampoo, you'll know how true this little song is. Sparkle, sparkle, your hair too. Sparkles after Dial Shampoo. Dial Shampoo gets your hair clean. Dial Shampoo gives your hair sheen. Diamond sparkle, that's for you. When you use Dial Shampoo. Look for Dial Shampoo in the Unbreakable Squeeze Bottle at your favorite store.
Look at him now, Doc. Look at him. What's he doing? He's just sitting there on the limb. I put some coffee on, boys. Oh, where's Mr. Wimple? Oh, he went home to get his camera. Sure wish I knew where ours is, because this is really a thing. Owl comes all the way down here from the North Pole. Oh, is he still there, Mr. McGee? Is old Snowy still? Oh, there he is. Good. Oh, you got your camera, huh? Well, hurry up, Wimp. This will make a great hey, picture. Hey, he's for... taking off. There he goes. Uh-oh. Oh, darn. I forgot film. Well, there he goes. He's heading north. Yes. Flying back home, I'll bet. Uh, goodbye, Snowy. Bye-bye. Fly away. Come again some other day. <laughs> Come on inside, boys. The coffee will be ready in a bit. Ah, uh, this has been very interesting, hasn't it? Fascinating. You know, they found one snowy owl up in Lebanon, Connecticut, last December, and that was considered very unusual. So wait till the Audubon Society hears about our snowy. Wait till the whole town hears about it. Yes, McGee phoned WBIS and gave them the whole story for the Nature Around Us program. All about what that fool owl's been doing, snatching rubber mice from the Toops' cat and stealing old man McDonald's new toupee and trying to lay an egg in it. Did you tell him about me feeding it? I sure did. You fed it, Doctor? Well, sure. You told McGee it lived on fish and stuff, and the only thing they had in the icebox was a package of frozen Louisiana shrimp. So I gave Snowy that. And he ate them? Perched right out there on the porch and ate it out of Doc's hand. Two bucks worth of high-priced shellfish we decided to be unselfish about. (laughs) Yeah, and the owl loved it. I'm going to write out a full report on this whole thing for the Audubon Society, and I want you all to sign it as witnesses. Be glad to. Sit down now while I check the coffee. It should be ready in a few minutes. It's about time for that nature program. I'll turn the radio on and let it warm up. I'll have to scram out of here right after the coffee. If my nurse knew how I spent my afternoon... And when morning came, he found he hadn't rounded up any lambs, but had cornered 47 jackrabbits and 16 cottontails. Hmm, that's an odd kind of nature program. If we ever laugh like that at our bird watchers meeting... Shh, listen. Now, the next contribution is from Alex Morgan of Slow Rapids, who tells about the time he and his brothers built a house. Well, sir, when they were about half through, They went to their father and asked if they should build the house from the top down or from the bottom up. Why, start from the bottom and build up, of course, their father said. So Alex turned to his brothers and said, Tear it down, boys. Gotta start all over. Is this your nature around us program? It can't be. What time is it? It's the right station. Our program must come on right after this. And now, here's a last-minute entry. Came in by phone less than an hour ago. It seems that an owl with insomnia hit town this afternoon. Hey! Well, this owl, his name is Snowy, not only stays awake all day, but he spends his time scaring cats, slaps the cats over, and takes the mice right out of their mouths. What's going on? Wrong program. Well, it seems that Snowy lives up at the North Pole, but he's so particular about his food, he eats nothing but Louisiana shrimp. But listen to this. The best thing Snowy did today was to swoop down on a local prominent banker, scalp him bald-headed, fly away with his scalp, and try to lay an egg in it. (laughs) All right, everyone, all right. I guess there's no doubt that last story wins the prize. Story? Prize? And therefore, it gives us great pleasure here on Afternoon Varieties to announce that Mr. Fibber McGee of 79 Wistful Vista is the winner of our big annual Foolers Contest. What? And has been declared King of the April Foolers.
to reign over our city all day tomorrow, April 1st. Oh, well, gee whiz, I, well, I won and I wasn't even trying. We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Where would you have to pay $70 to $150 for a poorly made pair of shoes? $125 for the simplest dress. Famed foreign correspondent Marguerite Higgins in the April Woman's Home Companion gives you a report on Russia that only a woman could give. Her Russian diary takes you inside a Moscow maternity hospital, answers intriguing questions like, what do they do in Russia to help make childbirth painless? How soon do husbands visit their wives and new babies? Don't miss Red Plush and Black Bread, an intimate report from this world-roving newspaper correspondent. You'll want to learn, too, how to dress up your meals with really attractive table settings. There are eight exciting full-color pages on how to set your tables for entertaining. You'll be amazed how many of these new ideas you can use. And in the same issue, learn who the women of America would vote for if there were a presidential election tomorrow. Get your copy of Woman's Home Companion today. You just can't afford to miss it. McGee, did Mr. Old Man McDonald ever get his toupee back? Nope. <laughs> I think Snowy must have took it back to the Arctic Circle with him. Poor Mr. McDonald. <laughs> he needed that, that rug, too. Rug my clavicle. On that guy, it takes wall-to-wall carpeting. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. Eddie Marr played the radio MC. This is John Wald urging you not to miss your friend Sunday night as Fibber calls upon all his powers of deduction to solve the mystery of the missing boy. Can he do it? Why don't you tune in and see? Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.